0: Hi everybody and welcome back to the Classy Chicks podcast. Today I have on with me Victoria from Culture of Life Fashion. So Victoria, do you want to introduce yourself, maybe tell a little bit about yourself, about your background, and then we can talk about, we'll talk about our classy and trashy moments after that.
1: Okay. That sounds great. Hi everybody. My name is Victoria and I am one of the co-founders of culture of life 1972, which is an online fashion brand and online boutique. So, um, I started this company with my sisters and with my mom back in 2019 because we discovered at that time there were over 50 fashion brands that gave back to Planned Parenthood and the abortion industry in general. And for us, that was a big fat no. We were not going to give our money or shop with a company that supports abortion because that goes against our values. That goes against the right to life. And that's something that is so important to our family. I grew up you know, attending pro-life events with my family, attending pro-life marches. And so that's very much been a part of my life since I was born. So um, that is what I do most of the time is culture of life. But when I'm not doing culture of life, I'm actually about to start, well, probably by the time this airs, I will already be in my first year of law school. Um, And so that's going to be keeping me busy. I'm looking forward to doing that and and then doing COL while I do that. So it's a lot of fun. And I'm just so blessed to be able to be involved in the pro-life movement through fashion and with this mission that we have.
0: Wow. Yeah, that's amazing. So Today we're going to be talking a lot about Culture of Life Fashion because I also write Culture of Life Fashion's blog, and I think that their mission is just one of the most beautiful pro-life missions that um, I'm a part of. But first, we're going to do our classy and trashy moments. So as you guys know, every week we discuss something that we did, it's just kind of like a fun thing to do, something that we did that week that was classy, that we're proud of, and then something that week that might not have been the greatest or the healthiest or whatever. So, Vittoria, you want to start with your classy moment?
1: Sure. I would say that my classy moment was on this past Sunday. We did a family dinner with my cousins, my grandparents, my aunts and uncles, um, and this was at the time we were recording this, it was right before I went back to law school, right back to start law school. And so it's really the last time that I'm going to be able to spend some quality family time with that side of the family until Thanksgiving. So, you know, it's family's really, really important to us. And so we always try to make time to see our family that we haven't seen in a while or spend time with our grandparents. And so that was a really important moment in my week this week.
0: Wow. Yeah. No, that's awesome. I miss, so I'm, I'm in Florida and I haven't had a family dinner in a couple months. So I definitely miss family dinners. Those are, those are fun families. Mm-hmm. Family is definitely very important. Um, yeah. So my classy moment is a little kind of similar to that, but it's with friends we did. So instead of having a family dinner, we did a little, uh, friend picnic on the beach. One of those like Instagram picnics with the the fruit and the donuts and the what else (laughs) I don't even know the like sparkling wine and all that stuff and it was interesting I was thinking about it as we were on the beach um doing doing a little picnic it was for one of my friend's birthdays um how and I'm sure we'll talk about this in the podcast a little bit more but how it's like there are so many good wholesome things you can do as a young woman that are like beautiful and so much fun! And there were people walking by who were like, "Oh my gosh, that's so cute!" And there are so many wholesome things that you can do as a young girl besides, you know, the trashy kind of partying that you see all over the internet, getting wasted on a. Because this was, I think, on a Saturday night, right? So we were, you know, instead of going to bars, going to clubs on Saturday nights, you know, you can have a beautiful picnic with your friends, and you know, actually have intelligent conversations instead of, you know, depleting your brain by drinking too much alcohol. So anyway, yep. and I totally I agree was.
1: with that. That's I that totally agree
0: with that. And just a side note to add on to
1: that. I think it's so important that y- people like you and I, Christian conservative girls, young women start doing more things like that to show that like, Hey, and encourage people that are younger than us, or even people that are in our same generation, like, hey, just because the world says that you have to be, you know, out till 2am drunk on a Tuesday night, you know, sleeping with whatever walks by, doesn't mean that that's what you should be doing. Um, And it's really important that we get that message out. And that's one of the things that I'm, and we're gonna talk more about this, I know, and then we'll get to our (laughs) trashy moment. But one of the things that we do at Culture of Life is one of our missions is to show women and, you know, young girls that, you can be trendy, you can be cute, you can have fashionable outfits, and still be pro-life. Because I think one of the biggest lies of the world is that the pro-life movement is just old men, or you're a, you know, not fashionable homeschool mom of 10 kids, which I'm not saying there's anything wrong That's with having 10 right. kids. I want to be a homeschool mom, <laughs> and I want to have a lot of kids. That's literally my ultimate life ball. Um, but you can also, but 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 they try to make that look like a bad thing. They try to make abortion. They try to make abortion look like the classy, fashionable, trendy thing to do. When in reality, we know that it's the opposite of that. We know that abortion is dangerous. We know that abortion kills. We know that abortion is harmful to the mom and to the family. Um, and so that's one of our missions with Culture of Life is to show women that you can be trendy, you are, you can be classy, and still be pro life.
0: Right. Right. No. That's that's. That's true. That's such a witness. And I know I have a lot of things to say about that. So we'll talk about that a little bit more when we get started. But um, all right, do you have a cl- trashy moment? I do. I do have a trashy moment. I'm going to.
1: Um, so today is Thursday. And when we're recording this, my trashy moment is going to have to be that this podcast was supposed to be recorded on a Tuesday. And I. Something else came up, and I ended up being double booked. And so I had to reschedule this interview, which usually I try to just stick to what I've committed to do. And I think that it is not a very classy thing to not stick with your commitments. So that is my trashy moment is rescheduling this. I felt really bad about that, but it's getting done. So that's what's important.
0: No, you're totally fine. It's totally fine. It is, (laughs) it is such a thing though, especially like for people like both you and me, right. Who are doing like a bunch of different things. It's like, sometimes you don't even think about the fact that you double booked yourself Mm -hmm. and then you have to decide, you know, uh what's the best way to go about this <laughs> it's just right. like, one of those things that happened in life but luckily this this worked out totally fine so totally
1: yes it did fine. fortunately
0: my trashy moment's was a little bit worse um I accidentally so I had a hermit crab I got a hermit crab I went to Outer Banks earlier oh my gosh it's so fun yeah but the hermit crab died <laughs> and I, I have no clue why so what happened was a couple days ago he the hermit I don't know anything about hermit crabs I got this hermit crab researched it a little bit like enough to know like what to feed him when but he escaped he got out of his shell so it was just like this this crab thing in his cage and I was like why is that happening but it was at night when I saw this and I was like oh I'll just look it up in the morning and see what I have to do well by the morning time he was dead so apparently <laughs> For anybody who's going to get a hermit crab, you need to have more than one shell in the cage because after a few weeks, the hermit crab like leaves his one shell and goes to another shell. I did not know that, but my hermit crab died. <laughs> well, now you know that. So next
1: time oh, you get a I hermit know.
0: crab, it can live. I'll have multiple shells, so I will you be have multiple shells. Hermit crab, but it's kind of sad. I, don't <laughs> I probably should have done a little more research on that. All right. Well, anyway. Now, now we're going to get into the bulk of this conversation, which is going to be basically talking about culture of life fashion. But um, if any of you follow me on my Instagram and stuff and my website, you probably see a lot about culture of life fashion. So what I really want to know, I guess, I guess what I really want to talk about with you, Vittoria, is how maybe a little bit from the beginning, how like how culture of life started and then how it's impacted you like growing up and or through like your teenage young adult years and then like we'll just talk a little bit more about being a young woman and being fashionable and being pro-life and stuff like that so you want to start with talking a little bit about how it's impacted your life
1: yeah of course um well first of all at this point in my life I really can't imagine my life without culture of life um we launched my senior year of high school um and it was kind of it was kind of interesting because I went to public school and as you can imagine probably there were really not that many people that shared my viewpoint people were on the whole pretty respectful because it was a, it's a small town people were generally pretty nice Um, they disagreed they didn't they weren't afraid to tell me they disagreed with my opinion but It was funny because when we launched, everybody was kind of like, oh, of course, we've always loved fashion and always, Mm -hmm. you know, I always went to school with super cute outfits and I had my hair done and my makeup and everything. I always tried to keep myself looking good when I went to public school. And most other students didn't, they didn't care what they were school. It was our senior year. They were dressing, like wearing whatever they found on their store that morning, right? So when we announced that we were launching this fashion brand on our social media, everybody was kind of like, oh my gosh, of course you would do that. That's so great, whatever. And didn't really have that many opinions about it. And it didn't really, we didn't really talk about it that much because it was my senior year. You know, these people weren't into the pro-life movement. And so it was kind of just like something that I did outside of regular life. Um, but then when I went to my first year of college, I went to Liberty University. So big Christian conservative school, that was when it really became a a bigger part of my life because, um, I was surrounded by people who on the most part shared my views. I was, I felt comfortable talking about my brand. It was easy to talk about it. There were people around me who supported me and I, a lot of my friends are some of our our biggest um shoppers a lot of my friends' moms are our biggest shoppers we've done fashion shows there every year um we've had so many great opportunities to share the mission of culture of life and of the pro-life movement with those students there and at other schools across um america but that's where it really became an integral part of my life and you know every day I wake up and I'm like okay even every day this summer what do I need to do for culture of life like how can I you know, what do I need to post today? Cause I run most of the social media. What do I need to post today? What sales are we running? My brain is always thinking of new designs of new things that we should have and come out with for the fall collection. Um, thinking about what what we need to talk with our interns about. And Savannah, you were one of our interns. Was it this past spring yeah. you were our intern. Yeah. yeah, yeah it was. Um, and so it's been so great to get to meet so many amazing people. Like that's how Savannah and I met was because she became one of our interns. Um, so we've had the opportunity to meet so many amazing pro-life people. We've had the opportunity to work with so many amazing pro people. We've worked with Abby Johnson. We've worked with Alex Clark. We are working with, um, a couple of new people that we can't really talk about yet because they're <laughs> joining our team, uh, in around Christmas time. Okay. So, um, Stay tuned for that, everybody. Um, but we have had even Alexa Penavega, Vega, who is um, the actress from Spy Kids and Hallmark Channel actress. She recently has joined our team as one of our brand ambassadors. Um, so it's been amazing to see how culture of life has really unified the pro-life movement to an extent because there's a lot of people that aren't comfortable with just wearing on their shirt. Like I am pro-life, right? Like there's a lot of people that I know, a lot of family friends. Um, That are pro life, but they don't really want to talk about it. They don't feel comfortable engaging in that conversation when they go out and about. Um, But when you're wearing just a regular dress, or if you're wearing an accessory, a necklace, carrying a tote bag, and somebody's like, oh my gosh, I love your dress. Where'd you get that? You have the opportunity to share with them, oh, it's from this brand, Culture of Life. And then from there, share the message of the pro life movement. It's a very easy conversational. Starter to have these conversations that we need to be having. Um, but from that perspective, it's really unified a lot of the pro-life movement. And that's what has probably impacted me the most is that, you know, there's so many more people that are pro-life than you think there are. They're just too afraid to talk about it. They don't want to post about it on social media. they They don't want to talk about it in real life. They're not going to be as loud and proud about it as somebody like Savannah is with her constant activism they don't go to rallies they don't go to the marches and that's totally fine but it's always nice to know that there are more people on your side and more people that support you than they think than you think that there are um which was something that was really encouraging to me especially after going to public school where nobody really shared my beliefs
0: no that's also true so funny thing i didn't know you went to so you went to public school all growing up or just high school?
1: Um, it was for middle school and high school. So I was homeschooled till fifth grade. And then, um, I went to public school and it honestly, I mean, I'm looking back, I'm trying to remember, like everybody knew we were the Christian pro-life conservative family, because I mean, first of all, there were literally four homeschooled children in our entire (laughs) school district. And me and my sisters were three of the four. Okay. Um, so that's, you know, that's sign number one, that mm, there's something a little bit different about this family. Um, and then once I went to public school, my mom was always in our building. You know, if there was a, a book that was inappropriate to be reading, she was there having a meeting with the teacher. If they, if my history teacher said something extremely false, like one time I had a history teacher <laughs> that was talking about how, um, how Islam, what did he say? He was talking about how Islam is more, uh, gives women more rights than Christianity does, and so what? I immediately was like, "Excuse me, have you heard of something called Sharia law? Hello." Oh um, and so my mom had a meeting with that with that teacher too. So, you know, people knew there was something different about us. My mom was always very active on social media, talking about conservative Christian or conservative Christian beliefs, and people didn't like that very much. So there were a lot of people that didn't really like us but we were there to be a witness. And there were so many opportunities for me, especially in high school, to witness to my, my teachers, to my peers. Um, and also there were a lot of students that were conservative or Christian, but they were afraid to talk about it. and there, Or teachers too, like I remember the 2016 election, um, right. the whole couple months leading up to it. My family was campaigning for Donald Trump's campaign. We had our shirts on. We were always leaving school earlier coming late because we were going to Trump rallies. We were going to events where, you know, different members of the Trump family were speaking. And, you know, so the school knew that we were conservative. Um, And on the election day, I remember people were throwing food at me in school. Like it was a disaster. But the next day when he won, there were several teachers that some of them I didn't even know, but they just came up to me and they were like, Hey, you know, uh, you, I'm not, I never taught you for anything. You don't know who I am, but I know that you and your sister were here almost every day, you know, supporting president Trump. And I just want to say thank you for doing that because as a teacher, like I'm not allowed to talk about my beliefs really. And I know that if I do, I could get in trouble, but it's really encouraging to see students that, are on the right side of history there were a lot of students that came up to me that day people that I didn't know or some that I did and they were like hey I just want to let you know that you know I agree with you um even though I never have said anything or wore any shirts like I was too afraid but I agree with you and that was just encouraging so you know I think that there's there were definitely a lot of blessings for me going to public school like even if it didn't feel like it in the moment Um, but I just hope that my time there I was able to plant seeds in the students minds and in the teachers minds even if they w- were and still are more liberal i would hope that they would they would think about me whenever they see in the news like uh something trashing pro-lifers or trashing the conservative right. movement and i would hope that they would think about me and say you know victoria wasn't like that right i don't think that the pro-life movement is like that because she was always really nice and she was always really pleasant. She was never mean to me because we had a different opinion. Um, And I think that with culture of life, that's one thing that we are also trying to um, give women confidence to do. You know, I think especially as women, it's so important to feel confident in the clothes that you're wearing and feel beautiful when you go out. And I know for me that when I have a really cute outfit on, I feel just way better about myself and way more confident. Or or if I am having a bad day, I put on a really cute outfit and I'll do my hair, my makeup. And it just makes me feel better about myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we hope that with Culture of Life Fashion, that whenever um, women wear our clothing, we hope that they feel beautiful. We hope that they feel empowered in their pro-life beliefs. And we hope that they feel encouraged knowing that there's a whole life tribe of women and some men behind them who support. The same values that they support and are on the same side that they are on um so you know a lot of my life experiences even before having culture of life you know have impacted the way that we run our business today and the and the impact that we hope to have with our brand
0: yeah and you know it's so it's so funny that you say that you you went to going back to the public school thing you went to public school you think it was such a great a great thing for you to be a witness because I feel the same way and I don't really know many people who um many solid Christian pro-life people who did go to public school but I went to public school all four years of high school I went to Catholic school before that but for high school I went to public school and I just I agree first of all I think that it was it was so important for for my voice to be there, not because of, not because it's me, but because, you know, Hey, I'm questioning what these teachers are saying. I'm questioning, um, what, what they're teaching about, especially, especially the history classes. Um, Mm -hmm. and I think it's important for just, just like now we're out there in the world spreading, spreading the pro-life movement and the Christian message. But I also think that it would have been wonderful. And it's so great for these young girls to have culture of life fashion. Now, when they're in high school, you know, for, and this Mm -hmm. podcast that the audience is mostly young girls. So mostly ages, I think that the demographic is like ages, like 13 to like 25 Mm -hmm. and that's the largest demographic. And basically I think that, that culture of life fashion is just such a good way for girls to kind of, um, destroy the stereotype that Christian Catholic girls need to be or pro-life women need to be these like drab looking, like no makeup. Like it's funny. I'm saying this. Victoria is all made up looking gorgeous. And I'm here in a t-shirt. I just washed my hair, but I'm saying like (laughs) in general, we don't have to, we don't have to be these bleak looking people wearing like uh, sack clothing to spread the message. In fact, I think it's so much more um powerful when we when we are fashionable when we look good because people comment like like you were saying people comment on your clothes everywhere I go whenever I'm wearing a culture of life fashion dress when I'm wearing the necklace people are like where did you get that from and then I tell them the name and especially if I'm at a conservative or a pro-life event but also when I'm not they say stuff like oh I didn't like I didn't know the pro-life movement had a f- fashion brand right mm-hmm. But it's just, it's just shattering that stereotype that the pro-life movement is these old white men who want to control women because here we are, um, as young women, as a demographic that Planned Parenthood is targeting, wearing these fashionable clothes saying this brand supports women. Like we're, we're out here because we know that women deserve better than abortion.
1: Exactly. Exactly. And, um, and, and, here's the other thing too, um, you know, just going back to the public school conversation real quick. This is the last thing I think that I have to say about this. Um, you know, public school isn't for everyone. So if you didn't go to public school, like you, or if you're not in public school now, don't feel like, oh, because I'm pro-life, I need to march myself into public school. Oh, yeah. Don't feel that way. Like if you're not called to do that, don't. Because, you know, if that, if that, if you're not called, then trying to force yourself to do something you're not called to do is going to end up being Bad for you and bad for the people you're around. Mm -hmm. Um, So, uh, that being said, um, you can really be an influence for the pro life movement wherever you are. You know, at Liberty, where I went to college, again, the majority of people there were and are conservative, Christian, pro life people. But, you know, there are still several people who, you know, more than you would think at Liberty are confused about what it means to be pro-life they think that you know if a woman does deserve the right choose. you know as a christian i would never get an abortion but it's not my job to tell someone that they shouldn't things like that those types of misunderstandings about what the pro-life movement is all about and so you know that i really feel so blessed that i had the opportunity to go to public school because i got to see firsthand like how actually demonic and evil the pro-choice, pro-choice movement can be, um, because I w- I was in a public school where that type of thing is encouraged. Um, but I also feel so blessed that I had the opportunity to go to Liberty where I was surrounded with people that generally shared my views and still was able to have a positive influence on them um, and encourage them in their beliefs or you know help change their beliefs if they were confused about something. So, um, you know, wherever God has placed you, that's where you're meant to be. And you can have a super strong influence for the pro-life movement, wherever you are, even if it's just on one person. Um, so, you know, don't feel bad if your experience is different than ours was, um, because you can have just as much of an impact or even a bigger impact in where God has placed you now. Also side note, speaking of school, <laughs> we have an amazing back to school collection and fall collection that is coming out in September. I don't know when you're planning on airing this episode, Savannah, but- and in a few weeks. So this will be aired before the collection comes out. Oh, okay. So um, the collection is set to launch on September 1st. So make sure you have your alarm set and go to col1972.com because we have some amazing, amazing styles, new things that are coming out that are for, you know, I would say probably ages 14 and up. So if you are about to start high school or if you're in the end of your middle school years, um, you really should check out our styles because they're super cute and they're super trendy. And we have a lot of really great quality styles that are coming out. Um, this fall that you can wear to school, you can wear to church, you can wear to work, depending on what stage of life you're in. And I know Savannah also has a discount code. I forget yes, what it is off the top use of my, my head. Code.
0: It's just my name, Savannah, S-A-V-A-N-N-A-H. And yeah, definitely shop that. I'm so excited. You're all of Culture of Life's collections are so cute. Sometimes I just go on the website and I just look at all the different collections <laughs> because they're all just so cute. You know, they even have they even have a sports collection. I was, I was at the gym today and I was like, I need to buy. A culture of life sports bra. <laughs> so, yes, we do. are really doing that. Um, but the last thing I wanted to talk about is something that we've been talking about kind of in our blog post a lot more recently, and something that I think is really applicable to, to us as young women about how important chastity is in the pro life movement. And how um, I, w- I was thinking about this a few seconds ago when you were saying something, but I don't remember what you were saying. But basically, um, how important it is for us as young women like we were talking about before to kind of set that standard and set that example that young women first of all young women do not need abortion but we also do not need the sexual revolution we that's extremely degrading to us and we deserve better and we deserve um some a man who is going to stay by us for our whole life and not just a one-night stand so I don't know do you want to talk just a little bit about this Real quick? Yeah, of
1: course. This is something that's that has been ingrained in me from the time I was a small child. I remember my mom had this book, and I forget what it was called, but it was it was like a story about a princess and a prince, and how the princess has this. I think it was like a, I forget what she had. It was like a light or something. It was like a special lantern light. Makes, I forget what this book is it called. It's bothering me. But, was but, it a rose? No, maybe it was a rose. It I made it a flower or a light or something. something yeah. A lamp. I can't remember. Anyway, the point of the book was this, that this princess, you know, her whole job was that there were men that were, that she was being courted and they wanted to marry her, marry her, marry her. And her parents had always taught her, like, you need to keep this flower, whatever it was, reserved for the man that you want to marry. And you should never give it to anyone except for the man that you choose to marry. And so at the end of the book, she finally meets the prince that she wants to marry and she gives him her flower and he gives her the special lamp or something like that and basically so from a young age it's teaching you about the concept of purity and how as young women we the, once you for lack of a better term lose your virginity I mean there really is no other way to say it there's no other you don't get that back you don't there's no other way like, you, you, That there's only one shot you don't get it back and so I think that it's super important that as pro-life young women, we sh- show the world that we can be really trendy, we can be beautiful, we can we can you know have be classy, we can have appropriate relationships with our friends and with men without needing to go out and get trashed and without needing to, you know, just sleep with anything that has pants anything um really anything you know what I'm saying I mean come on (laughs) at this day and age you never know and here's another thing another thing I would say is this book that I read I forget um I think my parents might have gotten it for me but it's by Phyllis Schlafly and it's called The Power of the Christian Woman it was also published under the title The Power of the Conservative Woman I think I've heard anyway yeah okay okay everyone listening to this to me right now if you gather nothing from this whole discussion this is what you need to gather. Go buy yourself a copy of The Power of the Christian Woman by Phyllis Schlafly. It was written in the, oh gosh, like the 70s or 80s maybe, or maybe before that. Okay. And Phyllis Schlafly was essentially um, the very first big anti-feminist. Her whole mission was to combat the Equal Rights Amendment. And so it took her, I think it was like over 10 years of, activism and fighting to stop the Equal Rights Amendment from being passed because the Equal Rights Amendment would have given like right. what was the the um, what the abortionists wanted to pass what the feminists wanted to pass it was just a bad bill. I can't get into it now because I know we only have limited time but here's the point of the story this book really outlines how evil and demonic the feminist movement is and in the back of the book it has the charter of the national organization of women from like the 70s and in that book in that little charter it's it's not that long they talk about how their goals are to have free unlimited abortions through all stages of pregnancy they talk about how they want to legalize Um, lesbianism and actually promote that above traditional marriage. They talk about how they want mandatory government provided daycare from the time your baby is six weeks and up. Um, So basically all kinds of demonic activity that things that are happening now, that's what the feminist movement has been fighting for since the 60s. Um, And in this book, in, in Phyllis Schlafly's book, The Power of the Christian Woman, she talks about all of these things and how, guess what, women? You don't need abortion. You don't need the feminist movement to be empowered. And you don't need that, the feminist movement, you don't need abortion to have a fulfilling, happy, successful life. All it really takes is what the Bible commands, that as Christian women, as Christian conservative women, we are to be married to one man for life and have children. If you're able to have children, if you're called to have children, that's what you are to do. And you are to focus your life on raising those children and being a mother. Not that you can't have a career because she was, she didn't, ha- Phyllis Schlafly didn't have a career, but she was always volunteering for different right. uh, conservative things. She ran conservative organizations that she built from the ground up. So she was always doing things that were essentially career related, but she, that did was not what fulfilled her. What fulfilled her was being married and having her children and focusing on that. So, I think that's something that's really important. And that, as pro lifers, you know, it's really important to live an authentic life. You can't claim to be pro life and then live a pro abortion lifestyle. Yes. And that's another thing that we really encourage a culture of life is that, hey, if you claim to be pro life, you should be pro life in all aspects of your life, in what you wear, in how you dress in the accessories you put on your body. So uh, that's something that we really promote and encourage. And so I really would love if all of you uh, checked us out on our website, if you followed us yes. on social media.
0: Yeah. So tell, tell everybody the tags. Well, I guess it's just culture of life, right?
1: Yeah, so on, <laughs> um, we're on Instagram, Facebook, uh, YouTube, TikTok, all the big social media, regular social medias that I'm sure most of you are on. Our handle is at col1972official, so you can find us there, go to our website and then don't forget to use Savannah's code because then you get 10% off your purchase. Um, And we would just love to have you join our Life Tribe. Um, We're always looking to expand. We wanna welcome everyone into our Life Tribe because everyone deserves to feel empowered and feel beautiful as a pro-life woman with the clothes that you're wearing.
0: Yes. And yeah, as Vittoria said, we only have three minutes left because I don't have Zoom Premium, So I <laughs> cut off, but as Victoria said, you know, it's just fashion is such a way to ex- express yourself and culture of life. Fashion is just beautiful clothing and a beautiful message. It's just, mm-hmm. it, it kind of um unites all the aspects of being a woman and being a pro-life woman together. So definitely check out culture mm-hmm. of life. Can you remind us the name of that book again?
1: It's called The Power of the Christian Woman. It was also published as The Power of the Conservative Woman. And actually the book is out of print. So you're going to have to find it on like used, but I'm not even kidding. You have to find it on like used book websites. I'm I'm going to search for it
0: and I'll I'll put a link on the Classy Chicks Instagram. Guys, you have to read it. It's not that long and it's really not a hard read. It's literally the best book I've ever read. I love this book. I just, I cannot recommend it enough. Well, thank you so much for coming on Victoria. And thank you everybody for listening. I think this was such a great discussion. Hopefully this will inspire you to, you know, dress beautifully and use the clothes that you're wearing to spread the pro-life message. So thank you for coming on Victoria. Thank you so much for having me. And I hope to see all of
1: you beautiful listeners on our social media, following us and during our lifetime.